Hello there, and welcome to the SysTaker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host for today, Colin Brown, and I am joined by Will Pintar. Hello there. And special guest, friend of the show, Stuart Bluck. Hello there. Uh, so what we're going to discuss today is the hyperspace trial that was held at IQ Games over this past weekend, uh, the lists that Will and Stuart took, and how they got on. So, Will, let's start with you. What did you bring? I took uh, Dooku Swarm. Um uh, tractor beam, Grievous, heightened perceptions, K2B4, Scimitar, and then six trade Federation drones with grappling struts. So it's basically uh, XY's list who won Australian Open, and I've been flying it a lot lately. Yeah, how'd you find it? Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. Um, I went four and two, so um, but mi- missed out on cut. Um, it, I'd, I'd like to say I went five and one. Um, you know, I, I had a really, really tight game uh, that got won against Matt Farr in my second round on the last roll of the dice, um, blanking out on dice. Um, I mean, it was a good game between me and Matt. We literally, it was Droid Swarm versus Droids, and we just deleted each other completely till it was left with Chertek and Dooku. Dooku went on the run and. Um, cloaked and Chertek with a two dice turret managed to actually blink damage through it was, it was brutal but um, yeah I, I thought it was great um, it's it's really good against Jedi I'm, I'm a bit gutted I didn't face Stuart um, I faced hmm. three Jedi lists throughout the day and um, yeah they were, they were pretty convincing wins um, to say the least great what? opponents though yeah, why do you think that is? Why is it so good against them? Um, I'm really aggressive with it, and I don't think people expect it. Um, I literally <laughs> ram it down your throat, um, and people are just surprised. Um, first game was against Simon Waterworth. Um, he was running the Obiani Ricolet. I literally went at him. He d- didn't expect the five forward, and. Um, yeah, managed to tractor beam and delete. Uh, I decloaked, went forward with um, quite aggressive with Dooku as well. Managed to get a tractor beam through um, just and then put Annie in front of the swarm and just deleted him on turn one. Um, I did the similar thing against Rich King in my last game, but with Rick Alley. And then uh, when I played Ronan, I didn't quite delete something on the first term but uh, Rick Olay uh, was limping quite heavily after the first round engagement so um, yeah it was it was good in that sense it's interesting um, I'm just looking through the lists as we're talking and there's, there's a lot of the field were Jedi so it was yeah. there 43 players which is a good turnout and it looks like I don't know at least just over a quarter of that had at least a Jedi in their list yeah um, there, there was a lot of Jedi in the room. I, th- I think that's because people were flying what, what they've been playing quite a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, I faced three, so I faced three Jedi lists and then three random lists. Um, so Matt Farr, like I said, was running Chertek, um, the coordinate droid, and then four drones with shells. That was an interesting list. Um, Kester Smith running Rack, Duchess, Marrick. That was one of my closest games, actually. It was 129 to 90. 
Um, so that was a close game. That was a really good game between me and Kester. Uh, I really enjoyed that game. In fact, I enjoyed all my games. But um, And <laughs> the one time I did get annihilated, um, partly my fault and partly the way uh, David flew it, David Sutcliffe, was I got nailed 22 to 200 by David Sutcliffe's resistance beef list. Good, yeah. But, which um, Stuart faced in the final and beat. So, you know, I can't, I, I can't say it was that bad, but it made the final. <laughs> so, Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Stuart. Yes. Yeah. Congrats on the win. You did take yeah. down the entire event. I did. Your, your world's invite for next year. Uh, I ha- well, <laughs> it's actually one for, for this year, but um, apparently they have spoken to FFG and that is transferable because there's no way I'm getting to Minnesota in two days' time. No. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so, yes, that's... Uh, yeah, I got um, I had a good tournament. It was a uh, really well-run event and sort of s- snuck my way through the various various rounds. So what was your list? So I took a, um, a variation on the uh, Rick Olay Annie Obi list, which was... You know, it's pretty tried and tested at this point. Um, it sort of fits into my playstyle. So it was, it was what people are normally taking. But I, I uh, dropped um, a couple of the options to uh, give myself a bigger bid for things like the mirror matchup and to hopefully deal with uh, any um, sort of low bidding uh, sun fact lists, mm. <laughs> which then didn't turn up. <laughs> So, yeah. Specifically, you avoided Darren Granger. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did look at that. I don't want to play him very much now. And he did outbid you as well. Darren was running lower than than you. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And do you think that is a bad? Like, did you consider the Nantex and just go? Oh, I just. I hope I just don't fly against it. Or um, I think it's a bad matchup if you don't outbid it. I think it's a good matchup if you do, because Obi Wan, sorry, Anakin, uh, moving last is. You know, I think even Sunfax going to struggle to catch him, and uh, he is. You can just take him off the board if he if he runs out of options. You know, if you get the shot, he runs out of options. So, um, but I, I was quite grateful to not have to play that game. Yeah, it's quite a hard one to outbid. A lot of people, you know, have been going down to like the low one eighties. Yeah, well, when I put the list together the first time, I was running it at one eighty three, and sort of had a panic the morning before or the morning of and uh, ended up slapping sense on it um, to go up to 188 because what we've had is there's been a, what I've noticed is a lot of people running the double initiative six imperial aces and bidding against that doesn't help you very much because it's moving after two of your ships anyway so knowing yeah. where Vader or Sunter's going is massive and actually in a couple of my games sense was um, the game winning card it made all the difference to whether or not I won those games really yeah, yeah, I can imagine that's massive. So, like, shout out to Josh Wood from Harlequins. He did very well with. He did. Soon tier Darth Vader and Duchess. And yeah, I can only just imagine things like sense to stop Vader getting his lock, you know, in the later turns of the game when he's switching targets, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, being able to. Yeah, being able to block him, or particularly with someone like Obi Wan, who's very um, maneuverable, but moving first, you can you can get that block in, or you can put yourself so he's going to jump over the top of you, or or bump you, or something like that. And it just frees up what Anakin's going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Jo- Josh has been doing really consistently well recently uh, at tournaments. He's he's, he's like he's, he's finishing consistently um, in the top eights and doing doing well. So it's nice to see him playing. Shout out to Harlequins. <laughs> yeah. And um, Stuart, did you face any swarm throughout the day? 
so no, I think the closest I ran into a swarm would be um, the I ran in. So I played Dave Sutcliffe's uh, Resistance Beef List twice, and I played um, Anthony Horstead's pretty much the same list in the first round of the cut as well. So that's probably the closest you get to a swarm that I played. But it didn't seem to be too many of them there, to be honest. There was, you know, the odd droid swarm, but nothing. There was only a few of them by the looks of things. Yeah. It, it, as you sort of discussed, it looked, it was very Republic heavy. There was a lot of, you know, sort of massed arcs and um, Y wings and things like that going around more than, more than the droid swarms. Yeah. So let's quickly touch on, on David Sutcliffe's list. It looks kind of interesting. So he has broadside with an ion cannon and alpha astromech. Two of the 104th Battalion arcs, which is the low PS guys, or low initiative guys, and uh, an Obi-Wan with 7B and Chopper. I think it's really good. Yeah? I think it's a really good list. At least against, you know, I think it's it's teched to beat sort of your Jedi aces and your impatience and things like that, because there's not a lot you can do about Chopper. So he plays it really well. So he, so when I played him both times, he burned the first evade um, in the first turn. Yeah. Then he burns the second one in the first engagement. But then after that, he just spends the game with Obi-Wan stapled to the back of one of your ships, jamming you every single turn. Yeah. Uh, and it just, so for the Jedi in particular, like, it nullifies all your offense on that ship. Because he's just taking your lock off. Because he's basically. just taking your lock, or he's taking your focus, or whatever it is. And because he's got the two arcs as well, he's got some heavy hitters, so you can't afford to spend all your force on attacking, because you're spending most of it trying to dodge his firing arcs. Yeah. And, you can't, and you can't get into range two of broadside either, because once you're ionized, he'll jump on you. Yeah. And so broadside, I, like, against 7B, he's so good. It's mm. almost guaranteed three hits, so you have to, you know, you your chances to get with, iron yeah. are quite high. So yeah, so I played David twice. I played him once in Swiss where he beat me, and it end, the game ended with both my ships, both Anakin and Obi Wan, getting ionized. And once they're ionized once, they weren't, they didn't get out of it. They were, they spent the rest of the game ionized until they died. And then mm. when I played him in the final and won the game, I did a better job of. Not he didn't fire. I think he fired his iron cannon once when he had no tokens, and then I jumped him and just took him off the board in in that turn. So that sort of that's what I think one of the, the difference makers in that in that game or that matchup in particular was the range control over broadside because he's such a powerful control piece. Yeah. Do you so? Do you think for Jedi broadside is maybe the top priority there? Because you would think Obi Wan, you want to get him off before Chopper gets activate and does too much damage it i think it's i i think they're both high priority targets i think it's who can you get without um exposing yourself too much to the two arcs mm. i definitely agree i mean in my game i made him priority target and that's what cost me um going after broadside and then i got absolutely mullered by ob and the two arcs um and and yeah it was a that was my mistake um going seeing broadside as the bigger threat um whereas i should have gone after obi and the two arcs realistically and then just ignored broadside because he's going to shoot but he's only going to iron one of my droids and mm. considering i've got five others and and dooku 
uh, yeah, I saw the priority wrong. I read the game wrong and I set up wrong and ultimately he punished me for it. So, yeah, it's kind of it's a new type of list, right? You're like broadside and the Y Wing are very new and have not been seeing them around, same as Chopper. So, mm. I suppose this is the kind of time these lists will be strongest in that, yeah, you don't know what to do. Yeah, and they can catch you off guard. But congrats to Dave. He always does well and he always brings interesting lists. So, Definitely interesting to see. Um, did any other lists from the day stand out? Um, for me, um, I was really surprised. It's not actually on Tabletop TO. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if he's trying to keep it for as, as a secret, but Justin Reed's list. Um, <laughs> he had... Um, uh, um, no, he had Luke... Um, Wedge and Biggs. Wedge yeah, and classic Biggs. trench run, yeah. Yeah, with heightened perceptions, perceptions and swarm tactics. So, and I think it just really caught people by surprise. Um, he, he he was four and zero at one point, and it was like, wow, where, where's this come from? You know, you wouldn't expect them three to do so well, but um, yeah, I think it just caught people by surprise, and yeah, and he flew it really well. I mean, let's be honest, it's Justin Reed, um, and. <laughs> he pretty much has flown three X-Wings ever since I've known him and um, so yeah you know mm. but yeah from yeah. from my experience playing against that list which Justin does fly all the time it can be a little bit dicey sometimes like if you just nuke something um, in the first round of combat when everything's at high initiative like that's that's good but a lot of times it doesn't do that and then it can be in a bit of trouble and sometimes the ships do just go pop as well so and and um, did you see any lists, Stuart? Yeah, well, there's, there's sort of two I'd, I'd bring up. The first one I'd mention is um, Tom Fieldsend, who topped Swiss, but then unfortunately had to drop. He's been running uh, a list that's very near and dear to my heart, which is Ray and two A-Wings. And I don't know how he did it, how he, he went 5-1, and one and he, he beat some stuff there that I wouldn't have thought the list could beat. So he's clearly done something well there. He's clearly flown that really, really well, and, and you know had a lot of practice with it. So fair play to him. Um, I think it's worth. I think that was just worth shouting out. Um, Definitely, it's yeah. an interesting build on Ray. He's got um, stealth device. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he goes to a very different build to what I normally go for. Mm. But it makes a tanky in that very first engagement, as long as you keep the front arc. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, interesting. yeah, it's an interesting list. Corsella on Rose Tycho, you know. So yeah, he's done well there. Uh, the other one for me was Ewan Far with um, uh, three silences. Um, uh, sorry, yeah, so, yeah, three silences. So he had blackout with fanatical and optics, recoil with fanatical and optics, and then just a test pilot with fanatical and optics. Um, yeah, he made top four, I believe. Yeah, you yeah, find that. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, go on. I was just saying he's been flying that for quite a long time as well. You know, it's. I think it's, it's a testament to, you know, you can put whatever you like to it. If you pl- fly it enough times and get enough reps in, you can make it work. Yeah, I think it's a pretty solid list as well. Like, decent offense, decent defense, different decent maneuverability. So, yeah, I can see uh, it could do well. And Ewan has obviously put the practice in. So. Mm. Silence is a great ship, man. You know, really, really good ship. Solid, solid chassis, solid ship. Um, I'm surprised you don't see as many. Um, 
Um, okay, I think that's maybe enough for the IQ uh, hyperspace trial. So I was just, Stuart, you know we're coming up to Worlds now. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on what you think is going to do well, what you're maybe expecting to see go make it all the way? Oh, that, I mean, you know, I think the if you'd asked me before the dropping of the the Nantex and stuff, I'd have probably, you know, I'd have said it's, it, you'd assume a Jedi list or a droid swarm, but I think there's a lot of options out there with people either teching against, teching against the Nantex. Because I think there was a lot of big base sort of swarmy lists or medium base swarmy lists at the event yesterday. Mm. And I wonder how much of the, is that down to people worrying about things like the Nantex. Um, so on it, I, I couldn't tell you. I think you'll see the usual suspects will be there or thereabouts. Um, you know, you, you, you've got your, your two Jedi and Rick. You've got your droid swarms. You've got those. Uh, you know, you've got Imperial Aces will always be be doing well. Um, there'll probably be one person who's very, very good at X-wing who's picked up Sunfac and and does very well with him as well. Because I think in the right hands he can destroy pretty much anything that's put in front of him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that's definitely the thing I'm most interested in. Is what does Sunfac do? Um, but it'll be it'll be interesting because whatever does well at Worlds, you know, is going to be under scrutiny for the, I presume, January points change. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially if it's something like some fact where people have been up in arms. Mm. I mean, I think it's interesting. Uh, it's there's no straight call, and I think. That just goes. I, I I think the the game is as balanced as it's ever been before. I think, um, within what can win and what can do well, um, this this there's so many different options out there, and every hyperspace trial we're seeing across the country and across like Europe and America, it's all it, it never seems to be almost the same list twice that's winning, and I, I think that's just testament to how balanced the game is right now. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at the top eight cut from yesterday, there were two lists that were very, very similar, and then the other six were all different. So yeah. you had seven unique lists, essentially, in the top eight cut. Yeah. So whoever wins Worlds will, will be doing well to win it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They, yeah, they won't have just put together, this is the best thing, and I'm going to win with this. Yeah. Yeah, just, just one thing I, I definitely want to say um, about IQ is... It was a great venue, um, really well-run event. Uh, Mark Fairbrother was the TO for the event. He ran it really, really well. He ran a tight ship, and it was great. It was a great uh, environment within IQ. Um, everyone got on. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll be honest. That's probably been my favourite hyperspace so far with the atmosphere in the room and, and the actual event and how smoothly it went. It's, it was a testament to IQ, really. Well, we do like to try and put on a good show. Uh, it's always nice to defend your home turf, so we're glad. You know, glad everyone came down, got a lot, you know, a lot of people, a lot more than we were expecting. So that's always really good to see. So we're glad people had a good time. Yeah, yeah. cheers to you and the boys, too. <laughs> In terms of today, that's all we have time for, really. So uh, goodbye from Stuart. Goodbye. Goodbye from Will. Uh, goodbye. And goodbye from me. Thanks for listening, everyone.
we're saying well done to Sean, but we don't know how good the episode's going to turn. Yeah. 